Oh, yeah, that's right. Grab your cup of joe. Let Big T take over the wheel because it's another episode of another Chate podcast. Yeah, baby. Today's episode is brought to you by Crystals. Woo! Magic, energy, positive vibes, pretty, ancient secrets, legends of the hidden temple, Crystal. Crystal. The next sponsor is the Vegetti. The Vegetti is newest at Bed Bath & Beyond. The Vegetti spiralizes your noodles and your zucchinis to make the best pasta for your family, your son, your father, or your grandpa. The Vegetti will make the best pasta in a screaming time at your family dinner. So get the Vegetti today. Bed Bath & Beyond, Sears or Ralph's. The Vegetti. 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 Put your zucchini in it. And I'm pretty sure that was a sex toy. Uh, another sponsor of the show is NASCAR. We're driving around in circles, baby. There's millions of people watching us here and on TV. What the hell are we doing? Sponsor my car, sponsor my car, sponsor my car. We're driving and driving. Why are people watching this? NASCAR, baby. I don't know what you're talking about, man. What's up with your weed? Oh yeah. What's up with your weed? Hey, what's up with your weed? What's up with your weed? Oh man, there was a weed. What is up with, with your, your weed? Let's talk about it over some coffee. All right, Nicholas, what's going on with your week, dog? What's going on in my week is I did the Iron Man on the Fourth of July, which is not a real Iron Man. This is called the Hermosa Beach Iron Man, and what it is is a one-mile beach run, a one-mile surfboard paddle. My nips are still chafing, by the way. And then a six-beer-in-ten-minute beer chug. It was a great time. Did it with some of my buddies from work. It's about 300 to 400 people all on the beach throwing up, starting the birthday of America the right way. And then I met up with you guys. Did some stuff. Also, I've got. Did, did some stuff. <laughs> that sounds even that worse. Sounds, <laughs> that sounds. We went to a pool party. We went to it. Yeah. Then I met up with, <laughs> with the one Trent Bruce, and we went to a pool party. Uh, also, what's going on is my cousin Gigi is coming into town. Woo. She's my best friend. I can't wait to see her. Her and her husband are going to be here, uh, actually later today, and we're going to spend the next two days together. I'm looking forward to that. Trent, what's going on in your week? Hell yeah, dude. That sounds very exciting. We, uh, <laughs> I had a buddy that's a uh, regular patron of the establishment that I work on, and he gave me a, a, a little bit of beef jerky, but it was uh, funny beef jerky that he that he had made. And let's just say uh, I went to the moon and back. I think I'm still uh, what orbiting planet Earth right now. Um, are my eyes still like really little? They, <laughs> yeah. There. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's I was like really into aliens last night, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, this is my whole week. This is just my existence this whole week. Oh, I'm going to Palm Springs uh, this weekend. That's going to be really fun. It's going to be 110, though. Oh, and get some ice in that pool. But I am excited for that. Oh, I'm hosting Bingo. Uh, I'm hosting Bingo at Three Weavers on Wednesday. Uh, since the 4th of July fell on the first Wednesday, we're doing it on this Wednesday. All right, then. <laughs> rolling, baby. <laughs> rolling, rolling. Okay, now it's time for the weather report, so we're going to send it out to Trent, who's high as fuck outside. <laughs> oh, you didn't say 
to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh, man. It's... <laughs> oh, hey, Nick. It's Trent out here. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I get my shit together. <laughs> for that weather report. <laughs>Alright guys, I am excited, I am thrilled to have our next guest on this episode of another shitty podcast, the very talented Austin Boyce. Welcome to the show, Austin. Hi. Uh, you can see here, guys, uh, we're excited to have her on. She's an actress based out of Los Angeles. You can see her on AMC this September on Lodge 49. Also, you can listen to her on Ear Time Podcast with Josh and Austin, which she is a co-host of. And we'll talk a little bit later on the interview, your web series about cults called mm -hmm. Cult Hunters. Mm -hmm. uh, but first and foremost, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for doing it. And uh, <laughs> just, just want to say, Nick and I had you on our show before you had us on yours. Ooh, so, thank boom you for roasted. pointing that out. Boom, roasted. Just want to say, neither of you knew I had a podcast. I knew you had a podcast. I knew you had a podcast. I did not. Um, you can't roast me. Yeah. 50% not bad. I guess it's still failing, but... <laughs> Anywho, thanks for being on the show. You're originally from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been down here for a little while now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, five years? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be five in August. I moved out when I was 18, and... That's pretty ballsy. I, yeah. I dig that. Yeah, I uh, packed up my 1998 Pathfinder and I moved on down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 1994 Pontiac Sunbird. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna get into it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick's got a Nick had a Malibu that was way nicer. He was fancy. Um, but we we stuck with the 90s cars. Um, so you've been out here for a minute. Um, obviously, you dig it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was the main thing that brought you out here um, from Seattle area? Uh, was entertainment acting stuff? Yeah, it was acting. I knew I always wanted to do it. I knew I always had this dream to kind of get out of the town I grew up in, which was Sammamish, Washington, which is 20 minutes east of Seattle. And Love that felt, name. felt like a, I know it sounds like sandwich. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a small town and I always knew I wanted to act. And I grew up with a camera always in my face with my parents, like baby videos. And I wonder if that influenced me, but I always knew this was something I had to pursue. Cool. So I did it. Awesome. Um, yeah, when I, I moved out here, it had been six months, or sorry, six years ago, excuse me, six years ago, uh, last month. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. It, what, what's yeah. it been? I was just over five. Damn. Yeah. 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 It flies by. It's, uh, I think that's the good benchmark for, like, you're done your time, kid. Like, five-year mark. Mm. Five-year mark in LA is kind of like... You know you can handle it or not, kind of, mm -hmm. kind of move. Um, this is also where I've noticed a lot of my friends have been moving away this year. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like um, whether it be like, hey, we want to own more land or a bigger house or kind of start a family uh, or just pursue different things. I mean, LA's not cheap, and it's mm -hmm. kind of uh, it's up really and not. down. But it's I think tough to make some serious money here too. Yeah, it is tough. Um, but we all like it. Yeah, for some reason, we're all we're here, here and we're crazy. Yeah. Um, I like that, though. Uh, we were talking about earlier how 
you know, there's so many different folks that come here, but the one, you were, we were talking about this, the right. one thing that kind of brings us all together, whether it's music or uh, acting or writing or whatever, mm-hmm. like we all are here for more than, it seems like something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like something bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I we're like, all kind of bonded by that. I mm-hmm. like what you were calling it. Um, oh, the Island of Misfit Toys? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is, uh, where is that we're from? All I feel weird. bad. That's from Rudolph. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all weird in our own way, but we are all brought together by being creative, I think, mm-hmm. is, is the main through line. Mm-hmm. And it brings everyone to the desert so we can sweat our, our uh, ass off. I know, especially hot, right now. The yeah. heat wave, baby. Um, well, I want to talk about uh, some things that you're doing. Um, yeah. For example, the podcast, um, this AMC show. Tell us a little bit about both of those. Um, well, the AMC show, I booked it back in November. Um, I remember you going down there. Yeah, I flew out to Atlanta to shoot it. I, I auditioned quite often for shows based in Atlanta, so I'm doing a lot of self-tapes back and forth. And it was funny, this one actually came um, at an interesting time. I was just all over the place, and I put it on tape, and I remember the name of the role at the time was Eager Eyes, and I was like, perfect, my eyes are huge, and I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> I've do, got this in space. Yeah, I got <laughs> this, guys. We'll, we'll post some photos um, you can check out my eyeballs. Yeah. Do you have see. a Do you have a southeast rep or do you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I have a southeast agent, and she's phenomenal. She's been just such a gift in my life. Um, really a supporter of me. And the podcast came at a time also where I was also frustrated in my career, and I wanted kind of a different outlet mm-hmm. and another way to express myself. And I, I've noticed this pattern of me making content. Like when I don't know if you've seen my sketch with Mark uh, Blader Skate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That came. I had a series regular audition and I was like, this is me like all day. Like I'm going to crush this. And I did. And I just really got my, and it turns out this is really normal to like go in for a huge role and be like, yeah. And then like, and like they wrote this for me and then, you know, nothing crickets. And I was just in a time where I was like, just why? I don't want to wait anymore. And then Mark's like, let's not. Let's make something. And yeah. then I just made an angry rollerblader. Nice. And it was fun. So I'm noticing like at times <laughs> that feel like, where's my career going? I have the power to be like, well, then I'm going to make something. Yeah. To oh, kind yeah. of like outlet that. I think that's a great perspective. That's, that's um, I can't, I guess I can't speak for Trent, but that's why I wanted to do this myself is, is so the podcast gives us an opportunity to do something creative every week. I came out here to be an actor, but this is still a creative outlet. And uh, it keeps me busy. So when I don't have something acting related going on, I still always got this. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was literally going to say the same thing. It's it's fun. It's uh, consistent. I think that's the key. I think that's the key. Personally, uh, for my little creative career, is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my favorite things is the phrase that work begets work. Yeah, mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. Kind yeah, of deal. Um, so. Honestly, it really is. Like, when I'm in patterns of being, like, lethargic or lazy, um, I'm like, man, I've been doing nothing for a long time. And then when I start creating a lot of projects, right? Like, right now, with the short film coming out, with this podcast, I'm doing a little, like, burger show, hamburger review show, too. Ooh, fine. So, what I'm saying is, like, all this has started, like, piling on. Um, it's, It's never, it's like when it rains, it pours kind of thing. But I like that. I, I would prefer to being busy doing fun, creative things than being bored and not doing them. 
I think there's some truth to that. When I booked Lodge, I found out while we were writing the pilot because I wasn't focused on, mm -hmm. you know, I got the call and it was so funny because when you're just so focused on things that are making you happy, like the you podcast, like the short, about I totally forgot about the audition. Yeah. Right. I was like, Oh, what, what show? And she was like, Lodge. And I was like, uh, she was like eager eyes. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, right. Cool. 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 Sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's fly out there. Okay, cool. Awesome. You know, uh, real quick. Laura, we need to talk about this little web series that you've been doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's about cults. Um, it's called Cult Hunters. Personally, I've been on a big uh, cult kick lately because I just watched Wild Wild Country on Netflix. And I won't spoil it for the listeners. It's just very bizarre. It's six hours. Um, definitely worth the watch. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, and it's like... There's parts of it where I'm like, these guys are pretty wild. This is like, not pretty wild, they're wild, wild. Um, but, uh, <laughs> dad jokes. But there's also elements of that where I'm like, I could totally see this happening. Like that sense of community and, and at the time it was very counterculture. It kind of went against the norm. And if you don't fit in this little box, it's like, oh, this makes sense. Um, but anyways, I, I digress. Uh, so Austin, tell us more about... This web series you started, it's about cults, yes. right? Cult hunters. Cult hunters, not like the baby horse, as we like to say, C-U-L-T. <laughs> um, and cult hunters was birthed based off like I somehow attract cults to me. And most of the cults aren't really religious based. They're like self-help things or actor groups. And I got involved in an acting group when I was 19, offered community, said we were a family. Um, the guy worked at some big Hollywood studio, all the perfect stuff that really was so obvious and, yeah. and how dangerous it really was. And once I got out of that traumatic experience, that's when we started writing the pilot. Like no one knew where I lived. I like ghosted. And that's what you have to do when you get out yeah, of those dude. things. Cause they'll follow you. They'll, but I'm also so like, don't mess with me. Like it was also like, don't try to tell me to come back. Cause I'm not going to, but in Scientology, I mean, right? That's an example. You can't get out. It's almost impossible. And if you do, you're lucky. Um, but then I was actually looking for a new church and, uh, we stumbled across this place and I'll try to keep the short as stored as possible, but it's super good. It's actually in my next episode of my podcast, but we went, they had to have us make reservations, which was red flag. Number one, they wanted all our information. We wouldn't give it to them. I literally texted my roommate, Kim, who came with us. And I was like, this is a cult, but I'm down for an adventure. Because I know I know it by now. I'm like, yeah. they, they had walkie-talkies. They had earpieces. They had huge sunglasses. And you, when you hear about it, you're like, oh, my God. Like, you went to Scientology, but we didn't. It was incredible. It was this little area. I probably shouldn't have even said where it was. And so I was, like, amped because they were, like, questioning us. They were, like, thinking we were, like, serving them papers. Like, the pastor was getting sued, and they thought we were coming to you sue them. You were doing them. a show there? No, no, no. We were coming to we were coming to just go to church. Oh, it's in there. And then to essentially get material, it sounds like. Well, yeah. After we after they asked for a reservation, we were like, we're going. <laughs> and then they were like so like they wouldn't Kim, my roommate, they wouldn't let her walk anywhere. They're like getting in front of her. And then I'm like mama bear. So I was like, it's fine, we'll leave, we'll go. But then Kim was like really kind of distraught. And I was like, we need to film this. Like we need to just go around and like film the, that's like, I'm, I'm like stick it to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So we do. And it's on my Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, there's real footage we have of them and they started following us and they ran after us. And, and so then we were like, 
there's too many of these in Los Angeles. Like, we need to start filming this. So then we made Colt Hunters, and it's kind of a comedic turn on what Colts really are. Yeah. Um, but it's all based on real stuff. The thing about Los Angeles is oh. there's a lot of... We all move out here, but there's also a lot of us are kind of lost trying to mm-hmm. figure everything out. So it's a very advantageous place to be a predator in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good especially point. just yeah. like with emotional or more spiritual type stuff. Totally, um, or just like you know career driven stuff. I mean, it's uh, a lot of times people are friendly too. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's not always like what you think of as like this. Well, you creep, can't get someone to do what dude. you want to do if you're Mm-mm. yeah, unless you. Well, you can break them down, which is kind of like the process of a cult. I also went to the self-help seminar for a weekend and what they do is they are really friendly, but then it's like, it's like, I don't know if you know too much about Scientology, but they find all your triggers. Like, let's say your dad left when you were younger and then they just like go into it hard, Mm. break you down. And then once you're broken, they lift you back up. Like they're the people you need. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets really dangerous because like you're saying, so many people are already kind of feel like, oh, this career is so hard. Oh, this town is so lonely. So it's the perfect place to kind of jump on that. But I wasn't lonely. I wasn't down. I just simply wanted some friends. And now I have a lot of stories to tell about it. Man. Um, so you're developing this into a longer form thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right now it's just our series, which are about three minutes on YouTube. But we have a pilot that we very much want to uh, explore and okay. see if anybody's interested in, in pursuing it. Uh, is it just Colt Hunt, type in Colt Hunters? Just Colt Hunters. Now we're the number one because there was one other weird video, but now if you type in it, you'll find us. Screw those other Colt Hunters. Yeah, screw them with the kings. Uh, well, that's fascinating. I, uh, I always joke, it's like, it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's that funny of a joke, but like, on, to me, like on paper, like Colts sound really good. Like a cult sounds awesome. Mm. Especially with like this wild, wild country. It's like, oh, what do you do all day? Like, it's free love and you just do crazy drugs? Like, you have that's sex. That's all you drugs, do all yeah. day? That sounds awesome. But then it's like, there's usually some other crazy oh, But shit then you're selling your soul. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's I mean, there's always crazy shit. Nick, on paper, that sounds awesome. Well, and that's one of the ways they get you. Right? right? And then. <laughs> And then you're working like 50 hours a week for free and you're like, this isn't um, legal. You know, that's most cults is you end up doing like, do you notice they built the the whole thing for him and were paid zilch, but they were having sex and being fed and drugs. And so they were probably pretty happy. And being enlightened. Yeah. But that's what they do. They have you work for free. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Austin, um, (laughs) I'm glad we got to talk a lot of. Uh, this got real, a lot of, yeah, real quick. Of, yeah, right. Uh, thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Uh, yeah, the very wonderful and talented voice. All right, now it's time to bring some things to your attention. Trent, bring something to our attention, please. Things I'd like to bring to your attention: restaurants and bars in Los Angeles. I'm talking to you. You need to have air conditioning. There's about three weeks out of the year where it is smoldering hot. It is unbearable. Okay, and I know it's not that much compared to coming from the Midwest, but it is damn hot out there. And if you want me to come drink a beverage and spend money in your establishment, have a GDAC. Guys, something to bring to your attention. Grown men, when I am walking down the street, clearly wearing exercise gear and my headphones, don't ask me if I need a ride in your Cadillac. I am a grown woman. I don't need a ride from you. 
and it's creepy. And what I'd like to bring to your attention is that's fucked up. Also, what I want to bring to your attention is watching fireworks at the top of the Hollywood Hills is how you should probably watch fireworks whenever you're in L.A. Fourth of July's moving forward because you see all of the fireworks in the whole city at one time, and it's beautiful. America. America. This week in basketball, some crazy shit went on. This was almost going to be the last week of this week in basketball because LeBron James became a Laker. LeBron James. LeBron James LeBron became a Laker, James. and I was about to end it. I was like, what, are, what else do we have to talk about? My favorite player in the NBA right now is joining my least favorite uh, franchise in the NBA. Oh, damn. LeBron's your favorite? He's so good. He's really good. Well, maybe... Damian Lillard is probably my favorite. Okay. But LeBron's really good. LeBron James. Um, so I was about to just cancel the whole segment, guys. But then... Perhaps I could be of some assistance. DeMarcus Boogie Cousins came in <laughs> and <laughs> saved the day by signing with Golden State. Isn't he injured, though? And all his, he, is, he is injured. He's got so it's like I think a it's ACL problem. Okay. Well, he'll, he'll join like halfway through the season, but... All is right in the world. The Lakers can once again not be the top team in the West. <laughs> um, one of the things that I think every the Lakers are right now the third favorite to win the to win the championship next year. But I think the interesting thing no one's really talking about is this team is not any better than the than the Cleveland Cavaliers were yeah, last year. I agree. They're they're not. They've yeah. got some promise with Kuzma and I guess Lonzo, but I'm jury's out in my opinion on that. And they signed Lance Stevenson, who's quite often a better player for the other team than he is his own team. <laughs> the only good news there is LeBron doesn't have to play against him anymore. And yeah. they always had some weird shit going on. And they signed Rajon Rondo, who I love watching play, but is an older version of Lonzo Ball. He can't shoot either. Uh, so we'll good, see. good luck, Lakers fans. We I hate see. you very much. <laughs> and we're going to send it. Oh, I also did want to say that Puma's shoes, that their basketball shoes, are now on, they're, uh, they are now kicks on court, because we're seeing Bagley wear them and Aiton wear them, and they're so slim, simplistic, oh. but super fiery. Oh. I fucking love them. And now, we're going to send it over to Trent for wrestling. Uh, I'm sure everyone saw... Uh, so it's this week in wrestling, I'm sure everyone saw the wonderful internet clip going around of the guy that did like a Michael Jackson gimmick. <laughs> and he was like moonwalking into a DDT. It was awesome. Uh, just literally you can you can Google or on like Instagram or anything, just search uh, Michael Jackson DDT. It's hilarious. Also, something that I thought was funny is that there was a UFC match or UFC pay-per-view this past weekend and there's we're seeing a lot of crossover um, Ronda Rousey just got inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame she's the first female in the UFC Hall of Fame so um, congrats to Ronda I'm a big fan of hers uh, was in the UFC and now WWE still a fan of hers uh, congrats to her but we're seeing a lot of crossover in UFC and WWE uh, for instance what happened this past weekend uh, Daniel Cormier um, Cormier Cormier I always say Cormier. It's French. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Um, he 
He is now, I guess, a double champ. So he's yeah, a heavyweight and light places. heavyweight. Um, Although his thing is interesting because he is the champ in the one weight class. I don't know which one because he he lost that fight, but he lost to John Jones, and John Jones got popped for drugs again. So yeah. he, he John kind of Bones Jones is one of my favorite to watch, but also so frustrating because he's such an idiot he's a, with the things he ingests. He's in his a body. loose dude, man. Um, anywho, but the whole thing I'm getting to is uh, Daniel Cormier or Cormier, whatever. And Brock Lesnar, um, that was pretty funny. Uh, he called Brock out because he was in the crowd. He comes into the octagon after the fight, pushed Daniel, and then they had some words exchanged, um, both challenged to each other. So there's internet rumors that Brock is returning to the octagon, that he'll drop the Universal title probably around SummerSlam, and then go back to UFC. The thing is, it's like I like the drama. I know probably people who are like legit fans of MMA and that sport or like purists and like we don't need the soap opera stuff that's wrestling as a wrestling fan i like the crossover dana white's probably like salivating because he's yeah. seeing money signs with all this uh but brock is so damn old yeah brock is so damn old i think with all that stuff it's like so what you want to fight so i mean you're making dana white money but i don't think it's doing anything good for the sport not only that i was under the impression that he had some serious health issues that he were we had di- uh, diverticulitis that took him out of ufc yeah. So it's like an intestinal like uh, digestion thing, and, and he could have died from it if you don't take care of it. Um, that's why he got hit in the gut and that. But that interaction out. seems super theatrical. Yes, it did. Um, so I think it, this is all a staged work. I think it's a wrestling angle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's super legit. I think it's to get social media buzz and people talking about it on their podcast. There you go. That's pretty much this week in wrestling. Uh, I'm gonna send it back to Nick for this week in hip hop. All she needed was add a clippers game on the court side. Watch a nigga shoot like a four-five. So this week in hip hop, something that I'm pretty excited about is another joint album that we know is for officially going to happen yeah. at some point. I don't think Kanye's involved in it. I haven't researched it enough, but I don't think Kanye is in this one. But it is Chance the Rapper and it is Childish Gambino. Hell yeah. And that would be sick. Because we know the that Childish has retired from making his own music, but technically a joint album's not really just him. And True. if he's in it with Chance, it can only be great. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I know this is not as exciting uh, for Nicholas. <laughs> Another thing happening in hip-hop. It's just a fun little factoid. Uh, Drake was the first to reach one billion, with a B, B as in boy, one billion streams in a week. Why make trillions when we could make billions? First to ever do that. That is unprecedented for just music, but also hip hop in general. And uh, that's he's kind of setting a new bar there. That's crazy. A billion streams, whether you're a fan or not, that's just a crazy. It's a whole lot. Like data right there. Um, billion streams in a week. Um, I hope that we get one trillion streams. That'd be nice. Yeah. And that was This Week in Hip Hop. <laughs> that was a really sad note. <laughs> Time for what our friends are doing. Trent, what are your friends doing? I would like to shout out my good friend, Jeffrey Jackson. Um, we're having a little trip coming up and he designed us these awesome tank tops. They just arrived in the mail in the middle of the podcast. Um, yeah, so Jeff Jackson lives in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, we went to college together. He's a graphic designer, um, an artist, and a screen printer. And so he, he works, uh, his day gig is like screen printing and designing shirts and prints and stuff. And he also has his own company called The Wandering Press, uh, 
where he takes a mobile uh, screen frame. And so like if you're throwing an event like a wedding or birthday party or corporate event or whatever, and you wanted to have shirts to made to order, and you have a design or like, you know, posters or like tote bags or whatever, he pulls, he does it all live, pulls the, the screens and the paint and everything there and makes them to order. And it's like this cool, engaging, unique experience. Oh, so if you're in the Midwest or you're in the Indianapolis area, check out uh, Jeffrey Jackson at uh, The Wandering Press. Austin, what do uh, some of your friends do? I'd like to shout out my friend Audrey Moore, who has an amazing podcast called Audrey Helps Actors. Whether you're an actor, a musician, or a creative, um, Audrey interviews a ton of agents, managers, directors, people who have failed pilots, people who have had successful pilots, Broadway singers, um, and it's really cool to hear the artist's journey, and um, it's really inspiring, so you should check it out. All right, and I want to plug uh, Smidge Spicery. It's started by my friend Trevor and his partner Tommy. They are a spice company located in San Diego, and they do the farmer's market over at uh, Pacific Beach on Tuesdays, and then on Thursdays they're at North Park, and on Saturdays they're at Little Italy. Um, they make all their own spices in-house. They're fantastic. Um, you can head over to ediblesandiego.com and you can find this whole article about everything that they do. They're fabulous, the spices are fabulous, and uh, check them out, Smidge Spicery, and at Smidge Spicery with a J on Instagram. Yeah. And now we're gonna talk about stuff that we're doing. Austin, what are you doing? Uh, I have a podcast, as you've heard, called Ear Time Podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. It's Ear Time Podcast with Josh and Austin. We also have at Ear Time Podcast on Instagram. Hit us up there. Um, and Colt Hunters you can find on YouTube. C-U-L-T Hunters. And my Instagram is at Austin M. Voice if you want some weird ass videos. Hell yeah. Stuff I'm doing this week is we have bingo at Three Weaver Brewing Company in Inglewood. It's usually every first Wednesday, but because of the fourth, we moved it to the second Wednesday, which is on 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. Bingo. This Wednesday at, starts at 7 o'clock. And another thing I'd like to plug is I'm a host of this amazing podcast. Um, What's it called? It's actually called Another Shitty Podcast. You were talking about this last week. I yeah. remember. And I have a co-host. His name's Nikki G. Uh, and he's got an awesome mustache. Whoa. Uh, Nick, what are you up to, buddy? This week I'm going to be taping a short film with some friends of mine called Affirmative Reaction and it's a comedy about uh, just a disgruntled white dude who's just like getting beat down in the city. It's just, it's, it's funny. It's, just, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I can't wait to shoot that with everybody. And also, I've got a podcast going on. Um, we just started it about a month and a half ago and it's called Another Shitty Podcast. Oh, um, but you know what's you, you can't type in shitty. Oh, you can't. You're not allowed to swear on iTunes, so it's another s asterisk 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 y podcast. And I have this co-host friend of mine. I bet he's got a really sexy beard. Uh, sexy is interesting word to use. He's got a beard, <laughs> and he's a great person. And his name's Trent Bruce. Hey. Well, thanks for listening this week, guys. Uh, thank you to our guest, Austin Boyce, for being on the show. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so it downloads right to your phone. And we'll check you out later on, folks.